This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. So... You hear that sound? (laughs) That's the sound of Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) sitting in front of Congress again. He's like the kid that keeps being brought to the principal's office. Every time you see him, he's like really happy to be there and gregarious and, you know, kind of has that perpetual look on his face like, I really don't know what the hell you're accusing me of. I mean, I just have all the power in the world, but I'm really happy to be here, Congresswoman. So here was the latest poop show. When it comes to a new type of currency, Mark Zuckerberg wants and needs Congress's support. Facebook will not be a part of launching the Libra payment system anywhere in the world, even outside the U.S., until the U.S. regulators approve. Members of Congress not too sure. Chairman of the Finance Committee, Maxine Waters. Given the company's size and reach, it should be clear why we have serious concerns about your plans to establish a global digital currency that would challenge the U.S. dollar. The top Republican on the committee, Patrick McHenry, said he also has qualms about Libra. But if history has taught us anything, it's better to be on the side of American innovation. Okay. This goes on and on for a while, and you've got a lot of grandstanding going on between Alexandria, whatever, blah, blah, Cortez, and the Calfarts and all that. And then you have another young lady who, and her name escapes me at the moment, but she's a beautiful young black lady and uh, congresswoman, and she's, you know, just all over the chart, all over the board with her questioning. You know, it's just, it's racist. That's because, you know. Everything is racist, okay? So so a cryptocurrency is now going to exclude people. Well, it might, but it's not because you're black. Okay, so, you know, you work, you eat, you get money. It's pretty simple, right? I mean, you work, you get money, you're able to eat and purchase and, and partake in the economy. Okay, so I'm not an economist by any stroke of the imagination, and my bigger issue with this, as someone who has limited knowledge of Bitcoin and other decentralized uh, currency markets, I, I'm not nearly as hung up on this currency conversation and decentralization and the possibility of competing with the U.S. dollar. Everyone else is competing with you. I mean, it's just part of that. Oh, it's competition. Okay. So without getting into the weeds of, of decentralization, that is not my wheelhouse. Here's my wheelhouse. Communication. That's my wheelhouse. Why isn't anyone focused on the fact that conservatives are silenced on his platform. I am chief among them. I have been shut down, cut off, lights out uh, so many times that my followers on Facebook are just like numb to it at this point. And that's kind of the goal. I warn you guys about this all the time. In politics and in power vacuums, they don't just occur. They happen over time. They're strategic. And all of it is a strategy to for a bent for for you to be bent toward apathy, where it just it becomes commonplace. Oh well yeah, you know, that's uh, diamond and silk. Yep, they were shut down again. Uh you know, the uh what's his name? The the big evangelist, um uh Reverend Graham, shut down again. You know, I mean and there goes, you know, the president 
I mean, you you name it, anyone with a conservative voice, we've become accustomed to being silenced. So my question is, why aren't we focused on the more important issue of, gosh, what do you do whenever all conservative voices are silenced on this on this behemoth of a platform? And listen, make no mistake about it. The only reason that Mark Zuckerberg holds the power that he does is because we give it to him. It's so simple. It is so simple. We sign up. We're sucked in. You're committed. The thought of letting go of your account for some of you is like, but how would I see my grandkids or my grandpuppies? (laughs) You know, the simple things in life. How would anyone know what I ate for dinner last night? How would anyone know that I actually had a date? How would anyone, how would I keep in touch with my high school sweetheart that I don't need to be messaging? I mean, we are sucked in. We have people pounding sand over voter IDs being racist because everything's racist. Remember, that's how we started this broadcast. Everything's racist. So it's, it's mean. It's just mean. It is just not nice. In the South, we said that's just not nice. The nice, okay? It's just not nice. But I can't even get into my own Facebook account, Mark Zuckerberg, without providing, I've already done a podcast on this, an exhaustive list of things that are required, an ID for me to enter the matrix called Facebook. So I'm not nearly as pent up about a cryptocurrency coming out of Facebook. I expect it. I mean, within a matter of years, we will no longer handle currency. It just won't happen. Uh, and I and I and again, I'm not an economist, so I wouldn't even dare to uh, to wade into these waters of a conversation around how. I mean, we see the volatility of Bitcoin. That's very obvious, and mining, and all these other terms. Like it's a whole other language. It would probably behoove you to become familiar with uh, blockchains. With mining, what does that mean? What what does this lingo, what is it going to lend itself to? Again, language. Everything has a language. Even silence is a language. The note not played is usually the best note in the symphony. <laughs> like it's 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 crucial. So pay attention to the changing trends, but back to what's really important which I find just so disingenuous that Congress would take the time to address this as something to 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 grandstand over. It is going to be the end of the world as we know it when we're already losing the stronghold of our free speech. And I think it's extraordinarily disingenuous of Mark Zuckerberg to sit on anyone's platform and 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 with a straight face and a pleasant smile uh, across his teeth, tell us that you know we are the harbinger of 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 good faith and keeping the lines of communication open. You plan on doing no fact checking on political ads, uh, Chairwoman. Our our policy is that we do not fact check politicians' speech, and the reason for that is that we believe that in a democracy, 
it is important that people can see for themselves what politicians are saying. Right. And we're so concerned about the freedom of speech that we're willing to shut down all the voices that do not comply with our progressive agenda. And listen, progressives, if you're a liberal and you listen to my podcast, you are so welcome here. I'm super grateful and thankful that you're here, actually, because this will apply to you at some point. You'll have something to say about something that's not political, that actually makes sense. It affects your life. It's not, it's an injustice. And someone somewhere within that organization is going to be able to determine whether or not your thought passes their scrutiny. That should scare you. That should, and I realize they're a private entity. As far as politicians go, uh, I was just talking with my producer about the fact that even in our own station, there's no such thing as censoring uh, political ads. They are what they are. They is what they is. It's gone all the way up to the Supreme Court. It is what it be. Whatever you put out there, which is why I'm always telling you to do your research. Do not rely upon it coming out of the face of the person as a political consultant. I'm telling you now, people like me are paid to shape narratives to move you. To move you emotionally, because that's how you vote. I don't care how reasonable you are as a person. When you get in that booth, you are voting based on emotions, because that's what we do. It is not new. It just is what it is. So he's already told you he is not going to scrutinize someone's political ad. And they believe, and I, and I didn't know this either, but Mr. P informed me that, you know, they, they do, they've, they've decided to go along with po- po- political ads because he felt like it was giving incumbents an unfair advantage because they have name recognition. So he's opening, you know, the, the playing field to opposition for people to come forward um, in order to run against others. So it's your job. It's not your mainstream media. It is not your local radio talk show hosts. It's your job to do the research. Find out as much as you can about a candidate. Don't count on Mark Zuckerberg for anything. (laughs) Not your living, not your ability to speak freely, nothing. Like we've got to get out of this, oh, I'm in my social media recliner and this is how I connect to the world, and I'm completely dependent upon the Zuckerbergs of the world. You need to be blowing up the phone lines to your congressmen and women uh, to hold this gentleman accountable on a number of levels. Okay, you can follow me on Monica on Air Talk on Twitter. Uh, send me your Dear Monica letters, which I love because they're so personable at Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. Thank you for subscribing to my podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, and many other download mediums. Thank you for sharing that with your family, friends, co-workers, ministers, pastors, <laughs> Gandhis, everyone in between. Be nice to yourself. Be nice to others. I love you. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.